Welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. This is Erin Pym, and I'm a performer and erotica writer, as well as the producer of the live stage show Bedpost. Here at the Bedpost Podcast, I invite guests and performers from the show and beyond to indulge me in a sex and sexuality conversation. And today, I have seduction. I have seduction zone. <laughs> I'll keep that in, don't worry. <laughs> Seduction's own Richard Como. Hello. Yes. What a great intro that was. It was super smooth. Oh, I loved it. Yep, yep. I would not change that for the world. <laughs> How are you? You just had a shift at Seduction, right? Yes, I did. I just got off about an hour ago. Oh, so. man. Yeah. Working your fingers to the bone. Pretty much. Pretty much. It was, it was a pretty simple shift. So. Nothing exciting? No drama? No. no drama, nothing exciting, you know, just selling dicks. <laughs> just the plain old dicks, you know. I think the last time, one of the last times I came to visit you at Seduction, you had like a big flood. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. I'm like, that's not, that's not. Yeah, right. yeah, I remember that. That was not pleasant. No. Uh, no. We have uh, we have Brass Vixens, a pole dancing studio on the third floor. Yes, uh, and right. And their plumbing uh, oh. didn't... It decided to uh, overflow and it oh, leaked is into. That what happened? Yeah. Oh, terrible. Yeah. Nothing like that today. Uh, te- so this is the second time you've been on the podcast. Yeah, super stoked. Yeah. I'm really excited about this. Yes. Um. Well, for people that haven't heard the first episode, do you just want to tell us a little bit about seduction? What seduction's about? Sure. Uh, seduction Love Boutique. It's located at five seven seven Young Street, which is just north of Wellesley. Um, we are. I believe still Canada's largest adult uh, boutique, mm-hmm. um, which we try to cater to everybody and everybody's needs um, and desires. And, so, what yeah. what would uh, what sets you apart from other sex shops? Do you think? Um, well, that's a really tough one. Uh, I think the size, the sheer size of it in Toronto. Um, Just lots of selection. Yeah, we have we have three floors, but also uh, the the training that we do here is very extensive. We try to make sure that we throw a ton of information at our staff and they are supposed to at least attempt to retain a whole bunch of it. Um, And if not, they have some training shifts to Mm -hmm. go along with it. Um, But also we try to make sure that uh, when customers come in, that they're getting a really great experience while coming in. They're... uh, Everybody is very friendly here, Mm -hmm. Uh, no judgments or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, and we try to cater to everybody's needs and desires, as I said earlier. What type of clientele do you have mostly? Is it a specific type of person that shops at Seduction? Um, not necessarily. It's no? it's it ranges. Um, we have people from all ages, uh, all walks of life. So whatever uh, sexuality they they uh, hold near and dear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all those fun stuff like. When it comes down to it, if you think about the different times of day, 
during the day, there's a lot of business people who come in on their breaks,、mm. uh, so you get a lot of suits. Okay.、Um, and then in the evenings, you get a little bit more of a variety when it comes to age ranges as well. Because you're open really late. Yeah,、uh, every day until midnight, except for Sundays and we and.、Uh, And holidays. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. So you get a different. You get a night crowd. Yeah, we get a night crowd, especially <laughs> somewhere around the eleven o'clock range, where we get some people who mostly browsers, but、mm-hmm. uh, they usually have had a couple drinks. Yeah, sure.、Um, so it can always make for an entertaining evening. Evening shift.、Yeah. Do you work the evening shifts? Because you're the、um, you're a manager, right?、You're、yes,、a- I'm one of the managers here.、Uh, yeah. I don't typically work the evening shifts anymore.、Mm-hmm. Um, Not in a long time. I mean, I'll, I will cover for other managers、uh, if need be,、um, but typically I'm usually the day guy.、So. And by here, we we're we're pretty much on location. Pretty much, Let's actually. Let's just say we're on location here <laughs>、yeah. at Seduction. <laughs> yeah, we're in my apartment, which is actually now above Seduction. <laughs> yeah,、uh, we're on、move. the like 18th floor of Seduction. I don't know. It was a labyrinth <laughs> walking up here. Yeah, it seems like it. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we're on the rooftop, though. It's fantastic, yeah. actually. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Love it. <laughs>、um, do you have any interesting stories that have happened? Anything? Any interesting characters that have come across your way since the last time I spoke well, to you? Well, a, a common misconception is,、mm-hmm. is people think that you know because of the the workplace you get a lot of strange characters.、Mm-hmm. Um, And、I'm trying to remember if I told this story the last time or not. I don't think so. No. Okay, then I will tell this. So story far,、now. it doesn't strike、um, a chord. It didn't. It didn't.、Uh, it didn't happen recently per se. But、um, I guess one of the most memorable moments I had. Yes.、Uh, was someone who came in and he looked a little frazzled.、Um, so I approached him and asked if、uh, there was something in particular he was looking for because he seemed very determined. Okay.、Um, and then. He he started speaking, but he was mumbling a lot and stuttering his words, and he couldn't really find the words that he wanted. So he was saying stuff like,、um, "Yeah, the, there's uh, there's this, the, the, one of those things,、uh, you know, you know, one of the,、uh, those things that." You,、uh, and I'm making a, a, a hand gesture of scissors,、uh, by the way.、Um, and one of those,、uh, you know, you know, one of the,、uh, uh, you know,、uh, one of those.、Uh, you, are you Jewish? And I said, "No." Um, oh, okay. I, scissors. I know. I, I'm just trying to trying to put the pieces together, and then he's like, "Yeah, you know, like a, a like a bar mitzvah." I, I, was, I was like, "Oh, I get what he's trying to say. First of all, that is incorrect.、Um, but second of all, he's asking for something to cut foreskin."、Mm-hmm. Um, and I and、oh、I asked, and I was like, "Sir, are you are you inquiring for?" Something to cut the foreskin. He's like, "Yes, yeah. Do you have one of those?" And I'm like, "No, <laughs> no. We we don't sell that.、Uh, you'd have to go to a doctor or a rabbi. Yeah.、Um, that's that's not something we do here." And he's like, "Oh, I figured this this would be a place that that would sell."、It. And I was like, <laughs> "No, sorry, sorry. That's no. We don't do that." <laughs> So that was definitely a memorable one. We、um, do a lot of things. Yeah, we as do. As you said, we have a wide variety of products. Uh huh. That's not one of them. That is not one of them.、Uh, we don't sell anything、uh, with blades. Yeah, I was gonna like say、that. like the liability、um, on a product. Yeah. Like, like, is he incorrect in thinking that there are products, personal home products, that you can there, buy well, for that? Well, you can you can buy sterile blades. And stuff like that. Okay.、Um, I don't know specifically where to get that type of stuff,、um, oh、but、God. I know that they are available somewhere、uh, because people like 
like that type of medical play when they say they oh, make right. decisions like, and stuff like that. Right. Um, as for the actual device that snips the foreskin, <laughs> no, I I Doesn't don't exist. know. <laughs> no, no. Ask your neighborhood Moyle. Moyle. <laughs> 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 I know things. I know things. Yay. Yeah, I was gonna ask that because, um, like, I I work just up the street, really, and mm-hmm. I get a variety of characters in there. So I could only imagine that you might experience the same. But people, they behave themselves mostly for the most part. Seduction. Yeah, for the most part. <laughs> I mean. The, you get the odd one, and I and I like to tell people that this is the kind of store. Uh, it's just like your every other. Um, you know, retail retail environment. You get the same types of individuals, and I always say stuff along the lines of like, if I worked at a tire store long enough, I'd probably see someone trying to fuck a tire. <laughs> um, so it's the sa- it's the same kind of experience here. You, you're bound to find someone who's going to stand out and do something completely inappropriate, completely perverted, and inappropriate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But luckily. It doesn't happen that often. That's great. So that's great. That's great. <laughs> what types of things do people usually approach you about? Are there some common questions you get, like, or common products people are looking for? That sort of um, thing? Well, lube is always a big one. Yeah. Um, and they always wonder, okay, or they say, I'm looking for some lube. Great. Are you looking for a water-based or a silicone? I have no idea. What are you using it for? Exactly. So that's where you have to try to... To Narrow ask some, some more questions, some prying questions, just to find out which one would work best for them. Because we have water-based, we have silicone, uh, we have stuff that are warming and cooling, we have flavored, stuff that is uh, designed specifically for anal, mm-hmm. uh, stuff that's specifically designed for masturbation. Mm-hmm. So we have a wide variety of different kinds of lube, and it's just about trying to narrow down Trying to figure what out what the person them. needs. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What's probably your fastest moving products? Fastest moving products? Yeah. Because you, your job is also ordering yes. toys, right? Yeah, I do yeah. a lot of the toy ordering. Yeah. ordering. Um, toy ordering, toy ordering, toy ordering. It's, it's a, yeah, it's a tongue twister. <laughs> Trying to say that five times fast. I'd say uh, when it comes to lube, Sliquid. Um, okay. We got Sliquid back in, and they're moving off the shelves quite quickly. What's that like, or what? what uh, type it's of it's an organic type of lubricant. Um, it has uh, no glycerin, uh, no parabens, so it's super safe. Uh, it comes in both water based and uh, silicone, and they're just just a really great quality. And a lot of people just really enjoy using it, and we sell them a lot because our staff really enjoys it as well. Mm-hmm. So that always helps. Does that brand? Do they make different types of lubes, or yeah, mainly they the have one? they have a, a whole bunch of different kinds of water based. Okay, uh, they have one uh, silicone one. It's just called Sliquid Silver, mm-hmm. uh, which is fantastic. Um, and then there's Sliquid H two O. Then there's Sliquid Silk, which is <laughs> so there's a lot a hybrid. Yeah. There's Sliquid. Uh, there's a gel kind. There's they have an organic series. Um, In general, can you? I know the lube conversation is. It can last forever. Yeah, so <laughs> extensive. Can you give me a rundown of what you basically use these different types of lubes for? Sure. Um, well, 
Water base, uh, it's great for anything. It's kind of your universal loop. It can be used with any type of material when it comes to toys. It can be used vaginally or anally. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing with water base, though, is the first ingredient is water. Right. So it will absorb into your skin, which means it'll kind of dry up, and it, like, more times sticky. than not, it will get sticky or tacky. Um, oh, but I heard you say on a yeah. bed post, you can add water to rejuvenate yeah, it, which exactly. is something I had never thought of. And a lot I of always add more lube. Exactly. And you don't need to. Uh, it's just missing the water. So a little bit of spit or water will reactivate well, re- the lube. That's so, quite amazing. Um, yeah. So, and the downside, yeah, as I said, was it will absorb into your skin. So it could get sticky or tacky. Right. Um, and then something like silicone base, which generally is more expensive. Um, okay. But a little bit goes a long way. It has the consistency of an oil, um, and that stuff is really great for something like anal play. Okay. Uh, simply because is it, it thicker? Kind of has some body n- to it. Uh, some some are thicker than okay. others, but it's generally uh, kind of thin. Mm-hmm. But a little bit goes a long way. You don't have to use a lot. Okay. So if you if you buy a bottle of the same size of water base and silicone. You're bound to use a lot less of the silicone one than yeah. you are. You'll the water go through base. the water while you're still yeah, on that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, because when anal se- when it comes to anal sex, uh, too much lube is is just enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. And so then, what? And then there's uh, there's different kinds, right? There's of uh, silicone lubes. Uh, silicone lubes, uh, like there's anal specific ones. Uh, some that have certain ingredients, such as uh, jojoba extract or mm-hmm. guava bark, which helps relax the area, uh, mm-hmm. which is great for anal play. Um, which is different from like a numbing. Exactly, because uh, we do sell numbing things, not lubricants per se, okay. um, but we do sell numbing creams, which always comes with a whole bunch of... Warnings. Hey, be cautious about this, because it works. And if you guys are not careful, then you could potentially harm each other uh, yeah. and not know that you know, tearing is happening. Yeah. Yeah. What safe use does numbing, a numbing product have? That is a great (laughs) question. I'm just wondering. I'm like, because to me, same thing. It just seems like a terrible idea because the whole thing with pain is that it tells you something's wrong that you should be stopping. And the thing is, uh, a numbing cream or a spray or something like that uh, doesn't necessarily make you stop clinching. Right. Um, you won't feel it, but your muscles will instinctive, instinctively clinch when you are uncomfortable with the idea uh, which, of something. Which creates, makes it more vulnerable to tearing and stuff exactly. like that, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's why are... if we ever sell that, I always ask, hey, have you used this stuff before? No. Well, use it cautiously um, because it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we don't want to harm each other because we always want fun experiences when it comes to any type of sex. Right? Sure. And there's oil-based lubes? Um, well, there's petroleum-based... Or, or just straight-up oils, like Well, there's oils, oil yeah. Um, but there are petroleum-based lubes. Um, but those are not necessarily meant to use internally. They're more like a masturbation cream. Oh, I see. Okay. masturbation. Okay. Um, so petroleum would be masturbation. Yeah. yeah. Phallus masturbation. <laughs> yeah, mainly. And there's hybrids of each of these. Yeah, well. there's hybrids. Uh, the silicone hybrid has a little bit of water base in it and comes out 
like a super thick gel, so it kind of stays where you put it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you uh, if you rub it in your fingers or while using it, uh, it has a little bit more of a consistency of a silicone rather than water-based. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's the opposite. There's a water-based hybrid, which has a little bit of silicone um, and not enough to harm a silicone toy, FYI. Silicone and silicone don't mix. Yes, right. Very um, important. Yes. Yeah. So don't do that. But it has a little bit of silicone in it just to give it that extra glide for a longer period mm. uh, rather than drying up so quick. Right. Yeah. Okay. On uh, the contra... Oh, I wanted to ask you, yeah. what's so bad about KY? What's so bad about KY? Yeah. Because um, you mean... I mean, it says doctor recommended on it. it see, w- there's a lot... There, there are... Uh, I, I read up a lot about KY and... Yeah. There's some um, conflicting views on it. Uh, one thing that I read, um, whether or not it's accurate, because the internet, you never know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's, it wasn't a study per se, but KY Jelly was initially um, designed for uh, a probing in, uh, in medical... Mm. Uh, exams? Exams, yeah. Mm. So it's not meant for constant friction. Hmm. Um, I mean, they, I, I guarantee they've done a lot of work since the initial, um, sterile lube that they would use in, uh, like doctor's offices, or doctor's offices. Yeah. Um, but, uh, they're typically, they have a lot of things such as parabens, uh, when it comes to their ingredients and parabens are linked to different types of cancers. Right. Um, and that's just like a chemical compound type thing. That's Yeah. Yeah, and it's in a lot of lubricants, even the ones that we carry, um, and I was actually surprised when I looked at ingredients again uh, recently and Mm -hmm. saw that, oh, this has certain ingredients that I don't approve of. So you, as the toy orderer, product Mm -hmm. orderer, can you decide to not carry Uh, items like that? Yes, and I have decided on a couple products. I won't name them. Yeah, sure. Um, But I have decided on a couple products that I will no longer carry. Yeah. Um, And sometimes, sometimes when I'm away and I have to leave the ordering to other people, sometimes You'll find it back on the shelf. They're back on the shelf. And then my staff members are always like, oh, I'm so happy you're back. (laughs) Because now we won't have this stuff again. Oh, dear. Um, Yeah, and so... So, uh, there are a lot of different kinds of KY jellies. Um, mm-hmm. I, the majority of them, from my knowledge, are all water-based, but mm-hmm. stuff like KY jelly, you typically can buy at a shopper's drug Yeah, mart. yeah. Um, so they're very accessible. Uh, very accessible. Um, and, uh, and I find that things like KY, uh, they tend to dry up very quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not bashing KY, by the way, but it's just, in my opinion, it's right. just... There are better lubes out there. There are better lubes out there. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people say, oh, KY is great. And then I say, have you ever tried this? Uh, and, <laughs> and, then mind, and then they their come, heads yeah. explode. Mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> um, the contrary to uh, what product moves the most, what's your dustiest product <laughs> in the store? Because like, I go in seduction and I see some of these just massive things things and i'm like those have got to be like novelty like display type it's such an interesting question because <laughs> we have products that move a lot mm-hmm. um that are the exact same as products that do not move oh interesting yeah uh they're just packaged differently mm, uh packaging plays a big role in in people's decisions when it comes to buying sex toys yeah because uh, we have a lot of uh 
what we call what we classify as the rabbit or a rabbit style vibrator which right. is so just uh, describe that uh, a rabbit style vibrator or the classic rabbit style has uh, rotating beads in the shaft uh, then it also has an external vibrator so it goes both inside and outside right. um, sometimes the internal part vibrates but more times than not it doesn't it just rotates um, so that is the classic rabbit oh and also the external part vibrates typically a rabbit so right. it has little rabbit ears that right. are tickling the, uh, the, clitoris. the clitoris. So we have a lot of those products, um, which have boxes that look like they come from the 70s. Meanwhile, <laughs> they were purchased like a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just they haven't updated their packaging. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so people choose a more so people, modern yeah, look. They want a lot of those old packaging has uh, suggestive women in mm. bra and, or some sort of lingerie or absolutely naked Mm -hmm. advertising this sex toy Mm -hmm. and a lot of uh women uh or any type of person that comes in who are looking at these things they don't want a product that has this character on it right Uh, they just want the product so a lot of products that are veering away from any type of um human aspect when it comes to the advertising they just look on look for sleek packaging now interesting Um, yeah why don't people want a naked person on their well, a lot of people, when it comes down to it, uh, there are a lot of toys that are kind of geared towards one gender or the other, mm. or at least that's the way they're advertised. Um, we got a new product, which is um, some really cool butt plugs that mm-hmm. have holes in them, um, which anybody can use, but they advertise it as like the, the man something. Oh, okay. And so if... So, like, they're narrowing their... Yeah. Um, so their clients, when I when I got them in, I was like, oh, these are great. And then I saw this little tagline that they had on there. And you're like, oh, come on. Nobody's going to buy it now. Yeah. So now it's... Now there are some people who don't associate as a male um, who are going to look at this and I think say, it's not for them? It's not for them. Interesting. And then there are a lot of uh, people who associate as female... And seeing a female on their package, they're not likely to get it because they want something that maybe has something else to get their mind going as opposed to uh, another woman that they are not attracted to. Interesting, interesting. Because you think sex sells. It used to sell a lot. Like when it comes to porn, yeah, you show a couple (laughs) naked people on there and bam, you can sell that. Um, Whereas now if you make something look like an Apple product... Uh, then people are more keen on purchasing that thing because they look really cool. Hmm. That's just what we associate with with cool and modern. Yeah, is Macintosh. Is is an Apple (laughs) product. My Apple vibe. When when is Apple going to come out with vibrators? I'm sure they're already talking about it. (laughs) Love that so much. Yeah. Okay, Richard, so I have a list of products, and I'm wanting to know what your favorite brand is of each of these items. Okie dokie. I have uh, condoms. What's your favorite brand of condom? My favorite brand of condom is uh, Crown by Okamoto. Um, Never even heard of it. They're opening up my mind right (laughs) already. They're fantastic. They're super popular. Um, I just like how they fit. They're not too thin. They're not too thick. Mm -hmm. um, And they just fit right for me. Amazing. Uh, since we're talking about lubes, do you have a favorite lube? I do. Yes? Uh, well, I am a big fan of the Sliquid brand, as I was talking about earlier. Very cool. So. For all the reasons aforementioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the favorite bullet vibe? 
Ooh, there that could go a couple different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like. Uh, we just have a simple adore you bullet. Um, the brand is Adore You. Yeah, the brand is Adore You. Comes in a bunch of different colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's your standard two and a half inches, I think, uh, three speeds. The thing that I don't like about them, however, is they use the little uh, watch batteries. Mm. Um, so, to add to this one, yes. uh, is the, uh, I think it's called the Pixis uh, Finger Vibe. Yeah. So it's a little rechargeable uh Vibrator that you just kind of it just goes on your finger, kind of like a ring, mm-hmm. uh, and you just you don't have to hold on to it because it's on your finger, so you can use it wherever. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite uh, dildo? Favorite dildo? Yeah. Ooh. Well, the favorite name of a dildo, which I don't think exists <laughs> anymore, was the Double Trouble Slender Bender. <laughs> that uh, is great. <laughs> such a great name. Uh, <laughs> may or may not still be in business. <laughs> yeah, um, but I really like uh, the Tantus brand. Uh, I silicone. love Tantus. They're fantastic, medical grade. You can just boil them to clean them, so you don't have to worry about soaps or, or toy cleaners or anything like that. Nice, nice. Uh, do you have a favorite vibrating dildo? Uh, favorite vibrating dildo? Mm, now, do you mean vibrator or vibrating dildo? <laughs> give me, mm, oh, oh. Uh, give me, give me one of each. What's the difference between the two? Uh, well, like one's an onboard one, vibe and one's no. I find of... a, a vibrating dildo would be uh, that class kind of looks very realistic. It looks like a real penis. Oh, okay. Um, whereas a vibrator is a whole array. Could of be anything. Ones. Could look like anything. Yeah. So um, I think my new favorites. Um, we got this new brand in called Light for Me. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're rechargeable, silicones, uh, 100% waterproof. Uh, they actually do light up a little bit. Cool. Uh, they have a little thing. And every different speed or <laughs> setting has a different light attachment, to yeah. it, like a different color. Uh, so if you know which one it is, oh, I like red. So let's flip through and find red. Bam, there's my favorite one. So. I think that's fun. And I don't think that's too much like a novelty. I think that's kind of, you, you're usually kind of in low light. Mm-hmm. And and it's not a bright light. It's just yeah. a nice, it's, it's just a nice See, light. I think that's cool. Yeah, it's really I cool. like that. What's your favorite butt toy? Favorite butt toy. Yeah. Ooh. Um, there are a couple. First of all, I'm a big fan of glass. Mm-hmm. Um, so glass butt plugs, I think are really cool. Not to mention, uh, steel ones because the weight is something that's really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if I were to think of another butt toy, um, I would probably say it, well, for myself, it would be a prostate toy. So maybe the Duke by Fun Factory. Cool. Fun Factory. That's yeah. a good one too. That's a good, uh, company. What's your favorite masturbation sleeve? Uh, well, you can't say anything wrong about, uh, Fleshlight. Fleshlight. <laughs> <laughs> Fleshlight's super cool. It has that hard case, uh, and I just like being able to hold on to something solid while masturbating. Yeah. Uh, kind of like, uh, yeah, just a hard penis if I'm not using a sleeve. Yeah. Uh, so I'm holding on to something solid, so it's not super squishy or anything like that. Right. Um, I mean, everybody has different tastes or, or likes. And Fleshlight I- has... Tons of products, no? Yeah, they do. Uh, we only carry uh, a small sample of them mm-hmm. because there are so many of them out right. there. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. 
But they do a good job. Yeah, and also they have a little valve at the at the end where you can adjust airflow, make it feel tighter or looser. Oh, I didn't know that existed. Yeah. Cool. And the last one is uh, cock ring. Cock ring. Yeah. Ooh. Um, well, Tantus makes a fantastic silicone cock ring. Yes. Uh, it's a wide band. It's nice and stretchy, and it has a really nice finish to it, so it's very comfortable to wear. We um, have that one. Ah, <laughs> I probably sold it to you. You did. <laughs> we uh, used it last night. We hadn't used it in a while. We used it last night. Yeah. Brought out that dusty cock ring. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not an image that I want to look. We of. <laughs> rinsed it off. <laughs> I love the image. Okay. So what I did for you, Richard, Mm -hmm. uh, which we'll do in the second half of this, um, we're going to take a break very soon, and I've uh, taken some time today to accumulate some questions for you about toys, and um, because this is going to be our format for the next show, yeah. uh, so I thought we'd give a little warm-up for you, a little test run of some uh, audience, listener, reader questions coming up after this. Hello everyone, thank you so much for listening. If you haven't seen it yet, please check out erinserotica.com, my personal blog where you'll find over a hundred erotic teasers. However, if you're into something a little more in-depth, follow the link to my Amazon author page where you'll find about a dozen publications over multiple platforms, including Tonight She's Yours, Cuckold Fantasies, edited by Rose Carraway, which is available in ebook format as well as an audiobook. You could also check out another new publication of mine called Going Down. It's a house of erotica collection available in the ebook format. Or lastly, you could check out The New Urge Reader 2, erotic fiction by new women writers, edited by Norman Conquest, a book available in print. Take a look at all these and more at erinserotica.com and enjoy the rest of the episode. We're back with Seduction's own Richard Como. Me! Yay! Yay. <laughs> so for this half, what we're going to do is, uh, it's not exactly listener mail, but, you know, let's, let's, <laughs> go, let's go with that. Sure. These are questions I've accumulated. Uh, actually, just today, I got the idea and was asking people at work. So these are a bunch of anonymous questions Great. that we're going to... Uh... Oh, the first one's a good one. Ooh. It's, can you get addicted to your vibrator? Ooh, well, there's a lot of school of thoughts on that one. And yeah. a lot of people seem to think, oh, if I start using a vibrator, I'll never need my partner anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't give a yes or no answer because, like I said, there are so many different schools of thought on that. Um, and it's a very layered is, question. Yeah, it's a very yeah. layered question. Um, I, I don't believe you can get addicted to a vibrator. However, uh, if you use vibrators very frequently, mm-hmm. you could desensitize yourself a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so that way it might take a little bit longer uh, to get uh, off a different get way. Off, get off with that vibrator, or you might have to use something stronger or a different type of vibration setting or something like that. Right. Um, so I don't, in my opinion, you can't really get addicted to a vibrator, mm-hmm. but a vibrator is definitely something you can add all the time. Um, 
but yeah, I with your use partner it all there, the time. right? Yeah. What would you suggest to kind of not lose sensitivity in that way? To use it on different settings? To yeah, definitely use it on different settings um, and use it at different times um, if you're playing with a partner. Uh, if you're doing manual masturbation and then adding uh, the the vibrator. Uh, the vibrator in afterwards, or start with the vibrator and end manually, um, that's just different options uh, to help. Hopefully. Uh, not desensitize you too much. Yeah. Um, so just mix it up. Mix yeah, up just the mix settings. It up. Don't, mix don't up the... make it a routine, I guess you Right, say. yeah, because your body gets used to it, right? Yeah. And we'll expect it. Second question, what toy will make me squirt? Ooh. Is there one? That is, that, and that, that's a great question. <laughs> now, to, before I even answer that part of the question, right. um, I, I have to preface it by saying not everybody can squirt, or not everybody has learned or How developed the, the ability to squirt. Mm-hmm. Um, there are toys that, uh, that can help achieve that, but it's never a guarantee. Um, and mainly it's G-spot toys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so something that have a nice good curve to it or a hook to it, uh, so that way you can apply pressure uh, to the G-spot, uh, because a G-spot orgasm... Uh, more, a lot of times tends to uh, tends to give you that squirting sensation. An old gusher. Yeah. So is this does this have to be vibrating? This no, it does no. not have to be vibrating. No, it just no. has to be uh, vibration. Uh, a lot of people like vibrations when it comes to G spots. Some don't, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of it is mainly that action of pulling forward and applying pressure. Um, That will really help uh, get you to that gushing mode. Right. (laughs) When you can achieve that with or without. And like I said, not everybody can do it. And and those people who, there are people who have tried and tried and tried for a long time. And Mm -hmm. they can never uh, achieve that. Um, And there's nothing wrong with that. But just everybody's makeup is different, right? Right. Are there toys for couples? Oh, they're for sure. Um, <laughs> for me, I would be like every toy is for couples because yes, in my head, I'm like exactly <laughs> use any toy with somebody else there. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, let's start with something super simple and uh, uh, a vibrating cock ring um, right. is a great one, and you can wear it upwards or downwards depending on the position uh, that you're use that you're going for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is um, basically it goes around. Uh, the penis or the dildo, um, the base of it, the base of it. So that way it'll be vibrating on the clitoris, uh, or the, the testicles that, that it's being entered. Yeah. So that way both people are, are enjoying some vibrations. Um, right. so it's great like that. Uh, and then we move on to something that we push a lot here because, well, we actually don't even have to push it because it pushes itself. Uh, <laughs> and that's the, the let me is, guess. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> we vibe. Yeah. <laughs> It's the Wii Vibe. We talked about it on the show, uh, the live show. Yeah. Um, and they're fantastic. It looks like a little U shape. Mm-hmm. Um, both ends vibrate, mm-hmm. uh, and one part goes inside the vagina um, or the anus, and then the other part goes on top of the clitoris or around, or around the testicles, mm-hmm. uh, and you can penetrate while that is inside. Right. So it's super fantastic. The cool thing about them now, they have a remote. Yeah, they have all um, these cool. But now they also apps. have an app. So <laughs> if you are tech savvy and if you have a relatively recent or 
yeah, phone. Recent phone. <laughs> you can have the app and you can be in a different country than your partner. That's crazy. Yeah. That's the coolest. Okay, the this question says, this one's kind of weird for me. It says, I don't really like my G-spot being stimulated. What can I buy that will help me enjoy G-spot play, basically? Um, that is... I can't really answer yeah, that. See, like, it, to me, I'm like, if you don't, you know you don't like G-spot play. Yeah, if you don't like G-spot play, so why are don't you trying get to... G-spot play. Um, yeah, don't get G-spot toys. Because everybody has different likes. Um, you can try not putting so much pressure on the G-spot to try to work yourself into uh, a, a liking to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the end, if you don't like it, you don't, you don't like you don't it. You don't have to do it. Yeah, yeah. no one's pressuring you to. I there's, hope, there's I hope no, no one's pressuring her yeah, to. Yeah, there's no specific toy that will make you like a G-spot. <laughs> um, <laughs> here, buy this toy. You will like this part of you. Uh, <laughs> it won't fix you, okay? It won't fix, <laughs> fix your problems in life. <laughs> okay, what's the difference between one vibrator and the next? Aren't they all the same with different packaging? Ah, no, they are not the same. <laughs> I hope not. If they were all the same, then there would be no industry. Um, and that's not a silly question, because mm-hmm. there are a lot of factors that a lot of people don't understand. And right. first of all, yeah, there's a lot of different packaging, whereas there are a bunch of the same toys from different companies and different packaging. Right. Um, but shapes, sizes are a huge factor. The materials that they're made out of, uh, also the vibration settings. Um, you can just go from a low to a high. You can have pulse settings, um, some waves in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's also, um, like you have things that are battery operated, things that are rechargeable. Mm-hmm. Um, Wall a plug-in? Yeah, wall plug-in. Yeah, so they don't take either battery or anything like that. (laughs) Typically, the the things that plug into the wall are are way stronger. Mm -hmm. And that goes into the next part. There's different intensities when it comes to the vibrations. Um, And there's also different frequencies. So there's a low frequency and a high frequency. Um, In my experience, a lot of people tend to get off a lot more or easier with a lower frequency vibration rather than a higher frequency vibration. Uh, and I think, as I mentioned on the last time, if you put it to your nose and it tickles too much, and that usually means it's not going to be good for you. Uh, it'll it'll tickle you too much uh, in the privates. By the way, I got used to my We Vibe Tango. Oh yeah. Remember, I said it was a little, might have been it was a little too much, too yeah. high the yeah. vibe or the um. Not the intensity. The frequency. The frequency, thank you. Yeah. Might have been a little too buzzy for me. No, I got used to it. It was fine. You got used to it. And I was like... <laughs> it's a great little vibe, actually. Yeah, it's I use, I, it's, well, it's the only like bullet vibe I own, so I use it quite often. But yeah, yeah that I would say the frequency thing is probably the main thing that I look for when I'm buying mm-hmm. a vibe. Like, I don't really care of the finish, like hard plastic or a softer or mm-hmm. like even the shapes I'm not even really looking at, like for an external yeah. vibe. It, for me, the main thing is like the frequency. Yeah. Because I like that like low, yeah. that deep rumble. <laughs> okay, next question Oh, we touched on this very quickly. I think this is a great question. Can I share my toys with multiple partners? What's the best way to clean them to make this safe? Uh, well, the second part, or the second question is, yeah, is the answer to the first one. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
so the first question, uh, can I use toys with multiple partners? The answer is yes. Mm-hmm. However, you should definitely be cleaning your toys, not just for after your own personal use, but especially when you have partners. Mm-hmm. Um, so make sure to clean them very thoroughly. So um, by cleaning, you can't clean every toy the same way. Like, you can't dunk a... Uh, you can't boil a vibrator. Exactly. For example. <laughs> you, you can't know? boil a vibrator. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Don't try Yeah, it. it depends on the toy. Um, like we were mentioning earlier, Tantus. Um, it's a medical-grade silicone. It's not a vibrator. It's just a dildo of sorts. Um, or a dong. And you can just boil it to clean it. So yeah. that'll kill all the bacteria. Yeah. Um, however, there... Uh, we have a lot of toy cleaners... Right. Um, that are antibacterial. Some are antibacterial, antiviral, and antifungal. Um, some, and most of those, like most of the toy cleaners, you have to rinse off afterwards, which mm. is something a lot of people don't, don't realize. Know. Um, so once you use your toy cleaner, rinse it off, because otherwise um, that antibacterial stuff could actually affect you down there uh, when using it. It'll say that on the bottle, though, yeah. obviously. Uh, well, but just read the instructions. Most of them, if, most of them won't say rinse it afterwards or it'll say it in like the fine print Mm -hmm. um but there are those ones that say body safe which Mm -hmm. means you don't have to rinse them off and you can actually spray it on your own genitalia to clean too interesting yeah one thing i use is my diva cup cleaner on my toys (laughs) we we don't sell the the cleaner at all here but we sell the cup oh you do oh cool um and another thing with cleaning is it depends what type of of toy, by that I mean like where you're using the toy, like an anal toy, you probably should, like say it was a vibrating anal toy that you can't boil, mm-hmm. No ma- even if you're using a toy cleaner, you shouldn't really be sharing that with another well, it's, person, no? It's it's a personal thing. Right. Um, if you're very, com- like a lot of, a lot of, if you have a partner and you're playing with an anal toy, a lot of people will be like, uh-huh, no, I'm not going to use that because that is yours. Right. Uh, or... Or, I know you have multiple partners or something like that. I'm not going to use that. Right. And that goes for both, any well, any type of toy, really. Uh, there are a lot of people who are just very skeptical. Like me, being a man and having sex toys, there are women that are like, I'm not going to use that sex toy. I don't know who that's been used on. Right. Um, yeah, that's another thing, like sex toy etiquette between partners. Yeah. Like, should you... You have a sex toy. My vibers have never lasted this long to ever experience this. For some reason, they crap out on me all the time. Uh, but say you've got one with one boyfriend and you break up with that boyfriend. You're with a new partner, you know. And like you're saying, they're going to say, well, you use that with your old girlfriend. So I'm not really yeah cool with that. There's like baggage. There's like emo- like <laughs> Baggage do you know attached, what I mean? associated with Yeah, toys. like emotional attachments yeah. to like a sex toy. Yeah. Like, not even talking about actual transmission of any bacteria yeah. or anything like that. Like, there's, like, weird psychological... Exactly. You know? I mean, like, but when it comes... Like, if we go back to the whole cleaning aspect, mm-hmm. if you're very diligent on cleaning, which I always recommend everybody is, um, then, in theory, it should be fine to use with uh, anybody. Multiple However, partners. yeah, and yeah, multiple partners. However, there are certain materials of mm-hmm. the toys that it's kind of like... That's probably not the greatest idea. Like jelly rubbers, they collect a lot of bacteria, so you have to be very diligent. However, um, because they're so porous and the bacteria can collect deep down inside the toy, you're not guaranteed to have it completely clean. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of times when it comes to toys and sharing, we recommend using a condom with the toy. There you go. Yeah, yeah. okay. That's great. Yeah, because as you're saying, different materials as well yeah. require more cleaning or mm-hmm. or not, or, or, or have more risk associated with them, certain yeah. materials, right? What I find with anal toys, like, it's hard, is it just me, or is it kind of hard to find an onboard vibrator in an anal toy? Because... You can't boil it, basically. In anal toys, ideally you boil them. Am I right? Well, it all depends on the material. Uh, right. Because a lot of the anal toys, like medical grade silicone toys, mm-hmm. you generally can boil them. Not every silicone toy can you boil. Mm-hmm. Where it, whereas um, if it's a hard plastic, you can probably get away with boiling it. Whereas mm-hmm. a, a, je- a jelly rubber, uh, you no should way. definitely not boil that yeah. because you're probably going to melt your toy. Right, right. Because <laughs> I've heard, like, for anal toys, always get, like, the one where you can insert a bullet into it so that you can take out the vibrator, the bullet vibe, mm-hmm. to boil it or properly sanitize it. Yeah, th- that's a Because great anal option. toys, it's, it's a little riskier. Yeah, and I mean, like, there are a lot of different designs, some of which I just puzzles me when it comes to... <laughs> the anal toys in specific mm-hmm. um but there are toys where like it has a, a remote okay. with a wire but rather okay. than having the wire go up from the bottom it's actually at the base of it so it's right on your rectum i guess it's right there <laughs> the and plug I, the the outlet the, yeah where the wire goes into the toy as opposed <laughs> to going input. underneath where it's actually going to have absolutely no contact with any type of uh internal parts so silly. Uh, yeah, so... Really so silly. Yeah. Another question. I need to buy my boyfriend a gift. What are some toys for boys? Toys I've, for boys. I've had this problem. You know, Matt buys me lots of sex toys, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like... you. There's such a wide selection, it seems like, for women. But anytime I'm like, I want to buy Matt a sex toy, I'm like, mm, there's not... What do I buy him? Well, there you know? are actually a lot more toys than people realize. Yeah. Um... The downside is that male pride that a lot of people have. Right. Um, So they feel very intimidated with things like a prostate toy. Right. Um, Because a lot of a lot of guys, oh, I'm not going to put that up my ass, and it's like, really try it. It's actually (laughs) quite quite fun. Um, (laughs) Give it a shot. Yeah, give it a shot. But yeah, the that pride factors into a lot of the decisions when it comes to toys, but. Mm. We have a wide variety of different prostate toys, anal toys for men, um, both vibrating and non-vibrating. Uh, there's a lot of uh, masturbators for the penis. Um, so like masturbation sleeves, like yeah, flashlight type flashlight type thing. Yeah. Um, we have uh, we have a couple really great ones. Um, one of which uh, is called the. It's from a company called Hot Octopus. Uh, I've heard of this. What is Pulse it again? Pulse Two or the Pulse Two Duo. Um, and I really, really like it. Explain the hot octopus to me. Uh, okay. It's, Somebody's it's, mentioned this to me before. Think of a heart where the peak is on the top and then fold the two rounded parts over. So it kind of, it's almost cylindrical in a way. Okay. Um, and inside, uh, there's a, there's a, like a little pad where the, the frenulum of the penis, so the head of the penis is actually just resting on, mm-hmm. um, and it vibrates very well. <laughs> um, 
and you use it to masturbate. The Pulse 2 Duo is completely encased in silicone, mm-hmm. so you can use it as a couple's toy. Um, mm-hmm. Not for penetration per se, but it can rest on top of your partner mm-hmm. uh, and vibrate on top of them while it's vibrating on you. Um, but the thing that I think is fantastic about this is you do not need an erection to masturbate with it. Very nice. Yeah. Interesting. So it's for anybody um, who regardless may have, of yeah, it's it's super accommodating. Um, awesome. So you can you can uh, attain a, an orgasm without. A, an erection, which is fantastic. That's amazing. Yeah, Richard, we're about at time. Oh, already? It went so fast. <laughs> I know. Oh. <laughs> we'll have you back a third time, I'm sure. Yay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> can you give us some info on seduction so people can get a hold of either you or or the products that we've been talking about? Sure. Uh, well, we have a website, mm-hmm. uh, seduction.ca, and you can check out a lot of our product on there. Um, However, not all of our product is on the website, so we have a lot more stuff here in store, um, which is fantastic. And here in store, as I mentioned at the start, 577 Young Street, which is just north of Wellesley, um, and we also have a phone number. You can give us a shout, uh, (laughs) 416-969-6969. Nice! I didn't know that. Uh, amazing. Well, and this has been Richard Como. Me. Yay, you. And you have been Aaron Pym. I've been Aaron Pym. And this has been the Bedpost Podcast. To find out more about the Bedpost stage show and the podcast, go to facebook.com slash bedposterotica. I also have a personal blog with over 100 erotic short stories. That's at erinserotica.com. And lastly, the Bedpost Podcast features original music by Steph Copeland, who can be reached at her website, stephcopelandmusic.com. Thanks, Richard. Thank you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.